Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Purple Pill Podcast. Coming at you from the heart today. I think I'm afraid to grow up. Mostly because I'm afraid that I will find out that the current or previous adults in the room truly had no idea what they were doing. And it's because of the way my mind is inundated. No matter how much I try to resist it, by fear-mongering that I justify indulging or consuming because I see it as staying informed somehow and, you know, keeping up with current events it's not keeping up anymore you're not keeping up with anything there's nothing to have a solid foundation from which you can take information from the news and and regurgitate it in, in other words you can't listen to that stuff and then re-explain what you just heard because it probably didn't even make that much sense but it's told compellingly it's crazy to me how these guys get on air every day or write their articles And they don't even bother to ever recognize that their reporting literally has no point. And I don't mean that to be cruelly critical. I mean to say that it actually leads to nothing. There is no conclusion but 
for some reason a narrative is required. If you are not going to complete a study, why would you publish it? It doesn't help anybody. And that's what all of these articles and TV clips are about. They're half-baked stories. What's most insulting about it? Well, first I should say I'm insulted by it. And I think everybody should be insulted by it. Is that they don't even try to pretend anymore that it's like just objective news. They openly admit that they think essentially half of our population is dumb. And that they need to be lied to in order to get them to somehow come to the right side of the um, of the issue or the correct viewpoint on the issue But what's so crazy about it is it the reason that people don't trust our institutions and don't want to like take the vaccine, for instance, or um, or accept what the news and other organizations consider to be true information as opposed to disinformation or misinformation. What is tearing down people's trust in those things? It's all of the people who have been writing for these publications lately. I don't know if it has always been like this to some degree, and it's just like really amplified in my feed these days. But I don't click on it. Like, I, I, I really avoid that stuff as much as I possibly can. But yeah, especially just the last couple of years, it feels like the news has been taken over by opinion journalists and the line between what is opinion journalism and in the opinion section and what is news has been blurred pretty much entirely to inexistence. And some of stuff that's actually even categorized on the, on their websites as news or, you know, politics or whatever is clearly opinion articles. I love opinion articles. I'm not against opinion articles. But the most annoying type of opinion article is an opinion article that you don't expect to be an opinion article. It is so frustrating to read something trying to get updated on a situation 
and then you're like lectured to um with no you know supporting facts evidence anecdotes anything it's just just like a tagline ad hominem attack at the end of you know a demand it's It's breaking my brain. Fortunately, I'm as I'm getting older, I feel like I'm sort of able to cope with it and um, grow out of like the negative side effects of having inundated myself with a lot of this stuff because I just don't care as much anymore. I don't um, stress it and if I do stress it or whatever I blow off steam and I don't second guess it, you know. Um, at least not as much as when I was younger. But I, you know, like I said, I it only really feels like it got bad the past couple years. And, um, like, at least where it's, like, you know, this disorganized <coughs> and unintelligible. But... I really hope that it's just a, a weird curation algorithm that's messing up my feed because I think it will be catastrophic if they continue to peddle this type of quote-unquote information. You know, information that the underlying claim of is to, for it to inform. But it doesn't inform. It berates. It catastrophizes. It alarms. That's the main thing. It's the boogeyman. But it does almost nothing for you if you think about how things play out in your life. It is going to be disastrous how much people care about this stuff when nobody has any actual aims or goals. Everybody is just upset with the way the other side is acting. And they're upset the way the other side is acting, this hypothetical side, that they then, you know, cast onto the whole side, anybody who has beliefs of a particular nature, with whatever you know, mainstream news host or broadcasting company uh,
anything that they, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> anything that they then tout or support or, you know, add opinion to, then gets cast over the whole population who vote in a similar way. Those opinions are not at all those people's opinions. They have individual opinions. But it's like we're forgetting that. It's really weird. It's like we're actually like forgetting that. That people have individual opinions. It's very tribal. It's very cutthroat. It's like we're all like on the verge of saying... Fuck this shit, I don't want to play anymore. And... When you stop playing the game... It's when the cards crumble. Built your house of cards, you better watch it. Don't let that shit crumble. It will not be nice. I'm not saying the American empire is crumbling necessarily. I do think Chris Hedges has a good book. Oh, why am I spaced on the title? Um, is it End of Empire or something? Uh, about America, uh, the, the coming of the end of the American empire. Um, but if I remember correctly, he thinks it's pretty imminent. You know, I don't think he, like, really is, like... I don't remember him, like, locking down a particular timeline, but it sounds like he essentially thinks it could happen at any moment. Um, I do not agree with that at all. I feel like we are so far from it but we are planting such powerful seeds and when those seeds grow they grow rapidly and rapidly is could even be just the course of a couple hundred years you know that's seems like a long time now but you let bad stuff like we're the way we're talking to each other right now you know go on until then we might not have a society. You gotta think about it. That's only 200 years. You wanna, you wanna live in a world that unsafe? Where your, your society is gonna collapse and you're gonna have to like start from scratch, essentially? You know, especially if you don't have any particular like technological or rare um, skills that would be super useful in a time of um, you know, anarchy or just war war between all nations or whatever may break out to ruin us. Um, you should definitely be concerned about the way that people are talking to each other because them's fighting words. And fighting today in this world is fucking nuts. It's absolutely bonkers and it's an astounding feat that the human hubris is capable of engaging in military 
um, sort of acts of threat against other powerful nations with the ability to ruin us all. You know, they all of our superpowers fly into each other's airspaces. They're not supposed to be there. It's a threat. And guess what? If we threaten them, we go bring a plane in, fly it over, you know, their waters or whatever. They shoot it down. We, you know, probably won't even get the real story about why that plane was there, first of all. Just being real. I don't mean to sound crazy or anything, but it's just like, you know, think logically. It's like, it's the state. It's like, they have to do what they have to do, sort of, is the way that they think. You know, so... Um, and if you think there aren't things that are classified that we all don't know, I think you're more bananas than someone who automatically believes weird fringe conspiracy theories without, you know, really thinking about them. You know, it's an, it's, it's the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without, uh, without accepting it. It's an Aristotle quote. But a lot of people can't do that these days. A lot of people feel the need to only entertain thoughts that they can accept. They first need to accept it. Then they can entertain it. It's fucking nuts. It's childish. It is hopeless. And self-defeating we have to grow towards each other um, in different ways you won't have to budge on everything but the fact that we put each other in these boxes we put ourselves in these boxes so separate so fundamentally automatically opposed to any potential ideas offered up by our you know, self-appointed opposition. You know, um, it's irresponsible. You know, not only possible. You know, probably losing out on. You know, recognizing the fact that you know, no matter how intelligent you are, you need the intelligence of other people around you to be truly intelligent. It's one thing. Um. But also, just think of human nature. It's like, especially because a lot of people are intelligent, you know, if you don't give them credit where credit is due, um, you create a major rift that can, you know, foster violent tendencies and irresponsible, irrational behaviors where us young men around the world go out shooting at each other again um supposedly for the sake of our children and grandchildren who will you know i guess you could say we benefit from from going out on some of these crusades and becoming an empire and all that um certainly in terms of prosperity so maybe it is for your kids and grandkids but 
um, the I think the risk that any of this stuff poses to just living a safe, comfortable life where we can like live comfortably and create and um, have the space we need from each other and you know not destroy each other. I think that's really important to protect. That's like you know the whole beauty of the modern world is that we're not all fighting all the time so we don't have to be afraid but right now we're choosing to be afraid which is what's going to cause the threat because we're all afraid of each other and we feel the need to stomp each other out you know take each other out because we see each other as immediate threats for essentially absolutely no reason Absolutely no reason. Yeah. Just full stop. Because unless you actually are directly involved in the political process in a hands-on way, just being a voter and then going on Twitter and Facebook doesn't actually move forward the puck on any of the things you want to achieve or would like to see done. And in fact, I think a lot of the time it's directly counterproductive because when people see opinions that they think come from a sort of, you know, lazy, envious, whatever, um, it can really drive them to take into consideration what is this person's party whatever that party is that's talking some nonsense crazy shit I don't want anything to do with them and it's like you know I do agree you should want nothing to do with any parties because they are um, rotten to their core the two major ones but you know if that's the way people continue to want to vote you can't only have one option every election. That's some some nonsense. We gotta find a guy that we all can work with. You're gonna see just how unproductive the land of the free can get if we keep fighting like this. It is self destructive. It's uncollaborative. It's disorganized. It is not how a functioning society behaves. <sighs>